0: Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Life. Life. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that rousing ovation, thunderous applause. We appreciate it. Uh, To all of our listeners, studio audience, thank you for bringing the energy because sometimes we need it. We need the energy that you all provide. The energy. Sounds like he got
1: enough energy for all of us. <laughs> that's why I haven't said a word. <laughs>
0: the energy. You bring the energy. You bring the energy. You bring the energy. Oh, that's the Evie, Evie McKinney song. Anyway. Um,
1: yes. Anyway, moving right along. Hey, welcome back, welcome everybody. Back. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> this is, She's a gospel this artist, is, by This way.
1: is, okay. This yeah. is Doug and Renee. Married life,
0: married life, married life, what you going to do, married life, who you going to call, married life, where you going to go, married life, married life, married life. Yeah. I'm I'm telling y'all,
1: this is is my married life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'm just so happy. I'm happy to be here for another podcast. To be recording another podcast, to be sharing what God has given us to share. I'm yes, ecstatic. Nothing,
1: nothing to be sorry about, dear. Just be yourself. Just being me. You normally do, despite my facial expressions. Just being me. <laughs> my um feeling like you a little over the top. But I that's you know okay. how to be me. I know.
0: The power of words.
1: Like you told me, you married me. You married me. <laughs> So anyway, welcome back. We are getting started, as you can hear, fired up, full of fired energy.
0: Because we are married life. Happy. Married life.
1: Married life. Joyful. Because the joy up. of the Lord is joyful. our strength. strength.
0: Strength. So
1: before we get started <laughs> this week, dear. Yes. Um, this is us all the time. Oh. You hear, I'm the serious one. Yes. Yes, and you he are. is
0: the... Not serious (laughs) one.
1: That's a good way of putting it. This is us all the
0: time. Pray for me. Because we had a situation with the smart TV.
1: Yes. Yes. Our our smart TV is not so smart. (laughs) Look, anyway, we are continuing our discussion on the power of words. Yes. The
0: power of words.
1: Yes. And you know, it's. I wouldn't say ironic, crazy, you know, God is sovereign. He does things how he wants to do things. Mm-hmm. And every topic we talk about, trust and believe, we are challenged with it, either the week before, the week during, the week after, yeah. <laughs> the week after.
0: During that subject
1: matter, yes. Yes. We are. And um, just being transparent. I have not felt a hundred percent. I'm watching my words uh, recently and I said some things and Doug just said to me, power of words. And although I wanted to kick him, I'm not a violent person, (laughs) y'all. Although I wanted to kick him, I was like, okay, he is so right. Because I wanted to bring that up because sometimes we say things either out of habit Mm -hmm. or out of our emotions or out of our feelings, and we don't realize that we're doing it. And it's good that your spouse will point that out to you, and hopefully they'll point it out to you in a way that won't be offensive, or you know, won't cause you to want to kick them, want to kick them, <laughs> or that you you know want to rebel, you know, not do it because they said it in such a way. Again, power of words. Sometimes it's not what you say how you say it. And he, all he said to me was power of words. And that resonated so deeply. And now I'm more conscious, more cognizant of what I'm saying. Have mm-hmm. I gotten it right this week and I got it all together? No. Um, I'm still a work in progress. But I'm thankful that my husband had the wherewithal to say that to me in the way that he said it to help me be more mindful about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Again, sometimes you're not even speaking to your spouse or about your spouse. You're just putting words out in the atmosphere. And he caught that and he said, power of words. And that was so helpful to me.
0: And I appreciate you saying that, not just for what I said, but how I said it. Because I've been very hard on myself and open and honest with you all that my tone um, needs help. That that's that's an area where I need help, and I I don't even remember saying the power words to you. Honestly, I don't. But I'm I'm glad I said it in a way where you received it, and it didn't come across in my normal um Doug tone.
1: Okay, that's a good you way to put it. The Doug <duck> tone.
0: <laughs> I'm trying. I am. I am seriously trying to be better. Um. I prayed about some things, and I am, because one thing about this podcast, and you touched on it earlier, is that we are challenged with pretty much every area we've talked about. I'm going to say pretty much every area we've talked about since we started doing this podcast, we've been challenged. And the thing we've both said is that we don't want to be hypocrites, hypocrites. We don't want to come on here and say one thing. And then when the podcast is over, we live something different than what we get on here yes. and proclaim. So I I've been doing some some prayer on myself um in my own time to to help to ask the Lord to help me be a, a better husband and to be the husband that you need me to be. But I, I, I will say this to our podcast audience. At some point in time in the future, I don't know when my wife's gonna do this. Mm. I but don't she's going but whether it's in the book, podcast, I don't know how you're gonna do it. But when you give your testimony, people are gonna be shocked and amazed. Because you you just touch on things, but you don't go deep into, you know, the things you've going through or went through. Mm-hmm. And and I think people will be shocked and amazed when whenever it is God releases you to give your testimony.
1: Okay. I got you. I got you. And I will in due season. I believe (laughs) that there is a, as the word says, a time and a season for everything. And I certainly don't feel that this is the time. No, no. I'm pretty sure because we are both very transparent. And just like you said, you are who you are. I am who I am. And my life's experiences have molded me and shaped me into the person that I am and God helps to mold and shape me into the person he wants me to be. And part of that journey is helping those who come behind us, which is why we do this podcast, because we want to help other marriages not just survive uh, their marriage, but thrive in their marriage. Yes,
0: we want you to thrive. Yes. Mold me, shake me, something, something, I'm yours. Okay. Wasn't that a song? That's a Uh, song.
1: Yeah, you got a singing spirit, but not a singing voice. So let's keep oh. it. Let's keep it. Look, I don't either. Oh. I, I, let's keep it real. Oh, I don't. I real. don't either. Maybe in the shower. Maybe in my car with the music playing loud. But that's that's the gist I of it. Got a
0: singing spirit, but not a singing voice. I love you, dear. Oh.
1: So moving right along.
0: Um, I'm gonna sing me a solo.
1: Um, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving right along. Yes. I hope that this past week, if you haven't listened to the first episode of Power of Words, I suggest that you do. Mm-hmm. We may or may not, if the Holy Spirit leads us to repeat something we said last week, but just in case he does not, we suggest that you do mm-hmm. uh, refer back to it. And I hope that you, too, have challenged yourself, not your spouse, yourself, to watch what you're saying and how you're saying it and being more intentional about your word choices. And so, you know, what are you saying about your marriage? That's the first question I want to ask. Are you speaking life? Uh, We talked about the scripture, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And I want to know, are you speaking life over your marriage or are you speaking death? Selah, think about
0: it. And maybe it's not even the husband or the wife. And I thought about this when you, when you, when you were talking. That's why, I, that's why it was the awkward silence. But you can be in the presence of someone who's speaking negative words over your marriage. Whether it's a sibling, a friend, a relative, somebody who's talking negatively about your husband or your wife. And you're just in their presence and you're allowing people to speak death over your marriage in your presence.
1: Mm-hmm. You're allowing those words yeah. because they still have power when yeah. they're coming out of your mouth or somebody else. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you're 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 in the presence of people and they're they're talking down your husband, you know, you know, Tom this and Earl this and so and so this, you know, he ain't no good. And um. do no, know why you married him and why you still there and all this other stuff. And, and then people, you know, talk about, you know, your wife and you knew she was like that. You I don't know why you married her, you know, and, and and you're letting them speak negatively or death. Let's just call it what it is, death over your marriage. And those words will get in your spirit. They'll get in your mind. And then you'll start regurgitating that or you'll start thinking about it. Like, man, she really does do this or he really does do that. And so you got to be careful about who you're around and how you allow people to speak about your spouse. And, and I'm, I'm trying to think in our marriage, did I have to check somebody about talking about you? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I had to.
1: I don't because know. But I'm, I
0: was gonna ask you, what would you suggest?
1: I mean, because you can't control what someone else says. You can you can't. C- control who you're around.
0: Yeah, but you can you can you can check somebody, say, hey, that that's my husband. You're not gonna talk about my husband like that while I'm here. Not not in front of me. That's my wife. She's my wife. You're not gonna talk about my wife like that. That's that's not gonna happen. Whether it's a sibling, whether it's your 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 mother or father, whoever you know, you, do, you don't allow other people to speak negatively about your spouse, especially in your presence. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the scripture, and the, and again, it doesn't say who's, who's speaking life, death or life. It just says death and life is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful about that, you know. And I know, you know, we like to be around family and our family knew us when we were growing up and, so on and so forth, they've been with us through thick and thin, <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> but you just gotta, you just get. Sometimes you just gotta check your family. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, this, this, she's my wife, and this, he's my husband, and you're not gonna talk about them like that.
1: Right, right. But um, you can control your own tongue. Yeah. Um, so you got to start with yourself. Yes. And. Just be mindful of what you're saying about your marriage, what you're saying about your spouse, and even sometimes what you're saying about yourself. Because time, sometimes you'll say something negative about yourself. And that goes out in the atmosphere. And that may have an adverse effect on your spouse mm-hmm. who hears you or the children who hear you speaking that way. Uh, so just be careful because words are powerful. We talked about last week how words are powerful. Again, go back and refer back to last week's podcast so that you will be up to date, up to speed with where we are with the power of words.
0: Yeah. Um, the words and the words may be factual. But they may not be true, right? Right. So, because the because the word of God is true. Yes. So what? And I know. And again, I'm I'm speaking to those of you who have the personality like I am. I'm a typical cynical person. You know, Renee is the happy-go-lucky. We're gonna make it. You know, it's always sunshine and seventy mm-hmm. degrees outside. Mm-hmm. That's the your glasses half full. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the glasses half empty type of person. And so we just have for uh, those mm-hmm. of us who are like those of those of you out there who are like I am, we have to be careful about that. Anyway, I'm sorry.
1: Yes. sorry. So stop saying sorry. Oh, I'm,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> you no. say it again?
1: <laughs> so I would suggest spend some time praising, praying and praising um, God for each other. Thanking God for your spouse, pointing out the positive, giving God glory and honor for those things. Uh, Talk about what a blessing it is to be married to one another, you know, and just enjoy each other's company. We did a podcast on that last year as well. And then talk about the positive things and speak life over your marriage. Um, I would suggest meditating on the following verses together. Uh, The first one is one of my favorite scriptures, and this was given to me by the couple who counseled us um some years ago um um lady b out uh call her out she and her uh wonderful husband dr brown uh near and dear to our heart counseled us some years ago. If you want to know why they canceled us, get the book. Get the book. Shameless plug. His story. Her story. God's glory. Get the book. Get the book. <laughs> and she gave me, uh, she was mentoring me and we were talking and she gave me the scripture and it's always resonated in my spirit. Psalm 45 and one in the King James version. And you feel free to look it up in the translation of the, um, The Passion Translation, the New Living Translations, two of my other favorite translations. But here's the scripture. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Mm. Think about that. Your tongue can write a story. Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You, you can write a beautiful marriage with what you say. Mm-hmm. You need to say the things that are touching to the king. Who? King Jesus, our heavenly father. When you speak of melodies and speak things that's pleasing to him, then you're going to manifest that in your life and in your marriage
0: and when you said that.
1: I'm not the, finished breaking okay. down the scripture. Okay. Whoa, Whoa. Let me come back. back <laughs> Behind the scenes, he throws his hands back. Whoa. And going back to we, uh, my heart is indicting a good matter. Your heart. It, what seeds have been planted in your heart? We talked about this before. What goes in your ear gates, what goes in your eye gates, goes down in your heart. So your heart, it starts thinking about certain things and starts meditating and it gets rooted in there. Your heart, it starts there. Your heart has to be indicting a good matter. Then you're going to speak of things that are touching to the King and your tongue becomes a pen of a ready writer. I want you to meditate on that scripture and just think about Is your tongue speaking lovely things over your marriage? Is God pleased with what you're saying? Is your heart indicting a good matter? It is so important to make sure that your heart is in the right place. Because if your heart is in the right place, your actions are going to follow. Your words are going to follow. And then King Jesus is going to be pleased with what you're saying. So it's important to make sure... That you are speaking things that's pleasing to God.
0: Can I talk now? <laughs> you may talk now. <laughs> so, uh, when, when I read that scripture, uh, my heart's indicting good matter. The first thing I thought of, it came to me, was the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Mm-hmm. And that's the New, New Testament version of that scripture. So Old Testament and New Testament, and that's in Luke uh, 6 and 45. And so your heart, what's in your heart? Because if if negative negativity is in your heart, or if you're always looking at what your spouse does not do, what they don't say, um, then you're going to probably wind up saying the wrong thing. So you got to get your heart right. And the only person I know of who can get your heart right is Jesus. Yes. He's the only person I know.
1: Yes. And then the next scripture, Philippians 4 and 4, the New Living Translation. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. If you're in joy in the Lord, your heart is going to be indicting joyful things. Your tongue is going to speak joyful things. So it's important to make sure that I think all of this goes back to attitude, just having the right attitude, having the right, you know, frame of mind, Mm -hmm. Um, because marriage is hard enough without us speaking negatively and putting things out there on our marriage.
0: I think if we could see. um, If we so if we could see the harvest. The negative harvest that we reap from the words that we sow, the words that we've sown, I think a lot of us would just be quiet. I was going to say shut up, but um, we would just shut up. But because we don't see the negative harvest that we are reaping and we just put words out there and say things as like, please um, watch what you're saying. Um, Listen to... Um, gospel music, Christian music, things that'll build you up. Um, listen to your favorite pastor or your your local pastor. Um, just be careful about what you put in your heart because whatever's in your heart is going to come out your mouth. And so if you want to know why you're so negative and why you're um, so condescending and so combative, because that's what's in your heart and you're going to need the Holy Spirit to purge all of that stuff out of your heart. And you need to go like on a spiritual cleanse to get all that stuff out of there. I'm just telling you, I'm just saying.
1: You're just saying,
0: IJS. (laughs) I'm just saying. So, and it's time for you to change the narrative in your household. It starts, it starts with you. Nobody's going to change it, but you don't wait for your spouse to do it. You start. And the seeds you sow, that'll be the harvest you reap. When you start sowing seeds of positivity and seeds of life, you're going to reap that. And it I'm not saying it's going to happen the same week or the next week, but it will happen. Um, God's word is true. You sow a seed, you reap a harvest. And as long as the earth is still here, there'll always be seed time and harvest. I, I truly believe that. So um, it's going to be. It's going to be um, some work. And one of the things I used to tell my my sons when they were younger, um, when they were, you know, going into manhood, young men, like you didn't whatever you in right now, you didn't get into this thing overnight. You know, so don't try to get out of it overnight. Now, there are some things God will deliver you from because God is sovereign and he can do what he wants to do when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. But you just plan for the long haul. And you just keep taking one step forward, one, <laughs> I was going <gonna, laughs> to go to Creed. Um, <laughs> what was that saying in Creed? One step at a time, yeah.
1: one punch at a time, one round yeah, at a time.
0: <laughs> that, so you just keep doing that one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. You just keep doing that. And eventually you're going to see the change that you want to speak, This change you want to see. Speak his word. Speak God's word Yes, yes,
1: definitely want to speak His word, and as you was talking, I can't find the scripture, and hopefully I'll find it for next week's podcast, but I came across this part this scripture. there are many scriptures in the Bible about our tongue and the wickedness of the tongue, but I ran across this one um, in James three and six. And this is in the New Living Translation. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it, for it is set on fire by hell itself. My Lord Jesus, if we just knew how much damage we do to our life with this small part of our body, the tongue. My God, that's eye-opening. I didn't even know that scripture was in there. I was looking for another scripture, and I ran across that scripture. And I just, Lord, help me, and I pray that God will bless you all as you listen to this podcast and help you. Um, I have one final scripture, unless you have another that I, I want to share. I don't have a scripture. I
0: have a a story I want to tell.
1: Let me tell this scripture, and you we can end on your story that Thank you man. promised you was going to tell. And I guess I'll let you tell it.
0: Oh, I wasn't going to tell that story. You, you not? No, I got a different story.
1: Oh Lord, I don't know about this one. <laughs> you had to check with me before you start telling stories on this podcast. We live. We live.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, we
1: might have to edit, edit, <laughs> edit.
0: <laughs> Give you <me> a scripture.
1: <laughs> Proverbs 15, verses 1 through 2. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. I have three words for you. Don't be foolish. Choose your words wisely. Be very careful. <laughs> I know that was nine words. Yeah. But that was, that right. was. Don't be <laughs> foolish. That's three. I got three
0: more. He's like, choose your words carefully. That's four. Choose your...
1: Uh, <laughs> choose your words carefully. That's four. <laughs> hey, that was a bonus word. <laughs> Choose words carefully. Look, they get the point. All right. But anyway, just be mindful that your words have power and a soft answer turneth away wrath. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be nasty, uh, especially to your spouse. You shouldn't do it to anybody, but the one that you claim you love, the one that God gave you, the one that you vowed to death do you part, but then... You want to tear them apart with your words, mm. or you want to bring uh, speak deaf over them, and you thinking, oh, I just, I'm mad, I'm angry, I have every right, but you put those words out in the atmosphere. You're planting seeds over your marriage. So we're suggesting that you don't be foolish, choose your words wisely, choose words wisely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and we, all, we all say at some point in time, I'm going to say we all, because we all say, you know, God gave us, our spouse was a gift from the Lord. And I think of when our sons were younger, we would buy them things, gifts, and get them a gift. And you see how your, ch- how your children um, use the gift that you give them.
1: Mm-hmm. Do, they,
0: do they abuse it or <laughs> do they, you know, not even use it? Mm. Do they wind up giving it away to somebody else? Uh, you know, letting somebody else abuse the gift that you've given them, and you're like, "I'll never buy you that again. I'll never spend X amount of dollars on this thing because you didn't even you weren't you weren't responsible, right. responsible." Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm I can only imagine God looking down from heaven saying, "I I've given you this gift of a husband or a wife, and this is how you choose." To treat, the, treat gift. the gift that I've mm. given you.
1: That's good, D. I'm going to send you an offering.
0: I, I, that just hit me because that wasn't the, the story I was going to tell.
1: Okay. <laughs> I like that one. But, <laughs> we, don't have, God, that we don't have to edit that out. Okay.
0: You did good. <laughs> okay. But, but the story I was going to tell, and oh. I am going to tell. Oh, Lord. And we said this before on our podcast. We were not on the podcast. We were not saved when we got married. True. Um, true story. We know story. anything about the Lord, ain't want to go in the church, anything like that. But one of the things I did say was, "We'll never get divorced." You did say that. We will never get divorced. Power words. Yes. did know. See, and you, a lot of things you don't know, but what you do know, you can't unknow. If that makes sense. And so the power words we were speaking that. 34, 33 years ago, 32 years ago, we'll never get divorced. We'll never get divorced. And then when the storms of life came, some of them were self-inflicted, I must admit, on my part. We still didn't get divorced. And I think part of that is because the first few years of our marriage, I consistently said, we'll never get divorced. Right. I, that's just right. my opinion.
1: You know what? And it's crazy as that sounds in my head as I'm rehearsing back years ago. I never said it either, but I thought it. Mm -hmm. And so that's powerful because you can't stop thoughts from coming to your head, but you can stop them from coming out your mouth. Everything that pops in your head does not need to be said. So although you think it, doesn't mean you need to say it. So people may think about, I just want to divorce this person. But you just got to be careful to cast down imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God and not speak it. Mm -hmm. Because you were raised, divorce was was not an option. I wasn't raised that way. And when you said it, I thought you was crazy. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I might give you 10 good years. and (laughs) And if it don't work, I'm out. Deuces. But I never,
0: but I never said it. And, and here we to are today. That. Yeah, thirty-four years later, coming up on thirty-four years.
1: Coming up on thirty-four years. Yes. So that was, to God be the glory.
0: That's just something to give you all, um, something to think about. Uh, your words have power, and just just speak it. Just keep speaking it, and you speak it and walk it out, and make sure your heart is right. And God is not a respective person. If he did it for Doug and Renee Dantzler, he will do it for you too. Yes.
1: I would suggest practicing.
0: Doug said, think
1: about it. I want you to practice it. I want you to be intentional and ask God to show you when you're saying something that is not healthy, not life. And I challenge you to change the narrative in your home.
0: Power of words, we're out.
1: Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us.
1: We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.